This is the Frank and Friends Show. Hi there, I'm Frank Murphy. And I'm Nate Evans. What? Nate Evans? The Nate Evans? From the Temptations Review? That's me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, I'm so happy that you're here. Let's hear it for Nate Evans. We're having a house party here because you are having a great party coming up on October 9th. We're going to talk about that. First, of course, I'd like to thank you for watching, liking, sharing, and subscribing to the Frank and Friends Show. Find us on YouTube. Well, obviously, you found us on YouTube, but hit that subscribe button and ring the bell for notifications so that you don't miss any of our upcoming episodes. You can also listen on any of the audio podcast apps in case you don't want to look at us. That's an option we offer is uh, <laughs> the, the, uh, the non-video version, and that's on, that's on everything. And when you do go to our website, frankandfriendsshow.com, you'll see, of course, all of our past episodes, but you also can buy luxurious merchandise like the uh, Frank and Friends Show towel, which I won't fully unfold because the, uh, the towel folding fairies won't be back until the end of the episode. <laughs> um, but we have that, and of course, uh, show us your mug there, Nate, if you don't mind. That's uh, some of the other fine merchandise you can get. Just hold that right up into the camera. Um, uh, you can get these beautiful mugs. We've got hats, we've got t-shirts, and everything else else on our website. So, Nate Evans, you've got so many great events over time. I mean, I've met you really, it was originally through um, Alzheimer's Tennessee, because the Temptations Review was the headline entertainment for several years. Mike Hammond arranged for that at the, uh, the Alzheimer's Tennessee benefit. That's where I've, I got to see you guys multiple times, and the show you put on is tremendous, absolutely tremendous. Thank you, Frank. Thank you. We we aim to please. Well, you succeed at pleasing, is what I'm trying to say. And uh, now, um, you've, got, you've always worn multiple hats. You know, I mean, going back to, let's say, when you were in the Impressions, for example. A long time ago. Oh, but that was a great, a great experience. It Ta- was. It Tell was. me about the Impressions a little bit. Well, you know, those Curtis Mayfield, Fred Cash, Sam Gooden. Wow. Um, Jackie Wilson was a friend of mine. And, yeah. Uh, and... Because of his efforts, you know, that prepared Because he had me. gone on to his, his solo career by then, right? Oh, he was a superstar by that time. Yeah. And because of him, that propelled me to get into the uh, impressions. And, nice. Uh, I started from there, and, you know, we... We danced on from there. Yeah. Now, one of the things, we've got the Soul Train scramble board behind you, and uh, we're going to be talking about the, the big Soul Train Party Express coming to Knoxville, hosted by my good friend Silk Cozart. And your promoter hat is on for this one, and that's why we're talking about it. But uh, while I'm connecting the dots between Nate Evans, The Impressions, and Soul Train, I want to hear about, you know, you being on Soul Train out in Los Angeles. You know, I think, it, I mean, I would... Under other circumstances, I might try to do my, you know, Don Cornelius, peace, love, and soul, but I, I would never, I would never, ever attempt that <laughs> in the presence of someone who actually knew Don Cornelius. Because remember, I'm a radio DJ. That's really what I at heart am. So when you see someone like Don Cornelius, who is at the peak of that, uh, that profession, I want to know about being on Soul Train uh, with the impressions. Well, first of all, the soul... <sighs> That was uh, done by Joe Carr. <laughs> oh, yeah? It wasn't done by right. Don Cornelius. See, that's, I'll tell you how, that's how little we were told in our neighborhood. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah, we watched the show, yeah, but Joe Carr was a disc jack out of Chicago yeah. and friends with Don and myself and a whole bunch of other people, you know, that uh-huh. hung around in Chicago during those days. Uh, but uh, 
done, didn't actually do that. Oh, all right. <laughs> his, his, his announcer. No. Okay. Yeah. You know. So, but when you're on the show with the impressions, I mean, um, they, it wasn't just one performer. It was a, a dance show with multiple acts on. What happened? Uh, that, that? Usually there, there are two, two yeah. acts on. When we, when we were on there, there was, uh, I remember Shaka Khan was on with us. Oh my gosh. More than she had just come from overseas. And just made it in that Saturday morning in time to, uh, yeah. you know, hit the stage. Did us. they do it live back then? Well, you shoot it live. Oh, live to and, tape. And, yeah. yeah, and then when you see it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, that's the same way they do all of the, you know, Tonight Show and every other talk show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's very cool. So, Shaka Khan. Now, and at her stage, in, that stage in her career, was she singing still with Rufus or was she a she solo? Had, um, uh, Shaka had left... Um, um, she had left Rufus at the uh-huh. time because I rem- remember she had a song called Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Oh yeah, uh, that's <laughs> when I, I was just getting into radio when that was in heavy rotation. Oh yeah, and I would still yeah. play it on the uh, station where I work now, uh, like oh, one hundred four point nine. That, was, that yeah. was a tough record. Shaka, Shaka was a tough lady. Yeah. Oh wow. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. <laughs> I really need to stop with the impressions. I think you're in the impressions. Here's what we've learned so far. We're only five minutes into the show. We've learned Nate was in the impressions. I'm bad at impressions. <laughs> that's that's what we've determined up to this point in the program. In case you're just joining us, and if you're just joining us, rewind and start from the beginning. For goodness sakes, it's a YouTube you know, show. It was it was another time for all of us. Cats like the Iceman, Jerry Butler, who was an impression also, yeah. you know, and, and just Chuck Jackson, just a lot of the, the old guys. Did you spend much time in, uh, in L.A. or just go out there for gigs like this? I spent a lot of time in L.A., but yeah. um, usually uh, I was in the South working because we had to oh, yeah, get yeah. those chilling circuits back in those days, mm-hmm. you know. And that meant that uh, your band would perform... You know, around well, the Chitlin Circuit is is famous, but ex, you know, explain that a little bit. The Chitlin Circuit is uh, is where you perform at, uh, yeah. usually in the South, right? You know, old specific nightclubs and yeah, hotels. You go in and play the Raggedy and stuff, you know. And when you got into town, <laughs> was it, it called the Raggedy Inn? I mean, it, was, it, it should have been. You know, uh, uh, in fact, Morgan Freeman has one now. Yeah, yeah, he has he has one now down in uh, Clarksdale, Mississippi. Oh wow! He has one of those old juke joints. Yeah, type yeah. Places, it's quite famous though. That's fantastic. So I was curious, being a radio guy, if you knew any of the like Los Angeles DJs, like Art LeBeau or some of those guys. I who, know who he is. Yeah, because he would. But he's I still mean, he's still going. He's at ninety he, something yeah, and still playing soul he's records. Definitely, it's definitely going. I like. Yeah. You know, Tom Joyner. Yeah. Kind of like Steve uh, Tom, Harvey. Oh, Steve Harvey's great. Tom Joyner was the fly jock. He was famous yeah, for doing a show in Chicago to Dallas. Dallas and Chicago. Can you imagine that? Let me talk a little behind the scenes radio for a second. This was so mind bogglingly shocking to us in radio that Tom Joyner would do a morning show, I think in Chicago, mm-hmm. then get on a plane every day, mm-hmm. fly to Dallas, do the afternoon show in Dallas, and then fly back and back and back. He's the fly jock, that's what they called him. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, we have people who are forced to do that in order to keep their jobs, but you do it all from the same studio and you do it all on a computer. Well, Some of us thing. don't even have to leave our houses. We've got a microphone strapped. <laughs> to the kitchen counter and we just do the radio show from home and you can be on in any city and we were so 
gobsmacked, thinking that the only way you could do radio in those days was to physically walk into the studio. That was the mystique of it, the magic of it. And now um, I'm, I mean, frankly, I'm more comfortable here. I can, I don't necessarily wear shoes or, you know, long pants or, you know. <laughs> right, any, were you, were you a disc jockey when the um, WLRC, WLAC, WLRC? Randy Records? Oh, um, well, I've been, I started in the Washington, D.C. area in radio. That's a W-O-O-K, isn't it? Yeah, OK 100. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and that's now an oldie station or a classic no, rock station. No, because they're still jumping. They, oh, yeah? They're still jumping, yeah. Oh, all right. I guess they changed frequencies. They used to be 100.3 mm-hmm. or something mm-hmm. like that. Well, uh, so I started, when I was there, we, yeah, we had OK 100, and we had uh, Donnie Simpson on WKYS. Yeah, yeah. And, um, oh, man, that was, oh, and um, Candy, oh, wow, she had the best voice the, she was on uh, WKYS also, and I have to Google it. Get her. Na- I, I forgot. I you, you just talking about it brought me back to mind of her. Um, but I was working on a top forty station. I was playing Shaka Khan records, you know, mixed in mm-hmm. with um, Huey the, Lewis in the news, doing, you know. Oh yeah, during those days we were hitting Howard. Yeah, we, we were hitting that Howard Theater. And, and, oh yeah, and the Apollo and the Rigo. Oh man, and, oh the, yeah. And then, those were the days. <laughs> and I didn't get out to Los Angeles until the nineties. So I was out there for 10 years in the 90s, and then I've been now in Knoxville for 20 years, since 20, 2002. So how is it that I've met you so many times in Knoxville? What's the connection between Nate and East Tennessee? Um, I just, I, I've just traveled so much during my, during my career all over yeah. the world and to places that people couldn't even understand what I was saying, but they loved the music. Mm-hmm. And... Um, when I came to Tennessee through another friend of mine and got involved in performing, I didn't have to go anywhere. Just you were able to stay years. in the Sevier County for a while, right? Yeah, I stayed here because I, I didn't have to travel around. Yeah. They got the theater, so people would come in to see me, and I thought that was cool. And I was very cool. With that situation. Yeah. And then I decided to rent a theater myself, the mm-hmm. Nate Evans Theater, yeah. and do the same thing. But... Uh, wanting to make more money said you need to close this place and get on the road again. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> so you mostly live uh, in Georgia or here in whereabouts? Georgia. Georgia, so I thought, yeah. Well, we're delighted, of course, that you're coming through town to promote the big event on uh, Sunday, October 9th. Sunday, Sunday, yeah, Sunday, yeah, October 9th. Yeah, we, I mean, we're going we're gonna to get it together. We're going to put your platform platforms on, you know. You're going to play the platters that matter? The stacks of, <laughs> the stacks of wax? The, stack, the stacks of wax. We're going we're gonna to play. We're going to... Uh, Strap uh, on your boogie shoes? Yes, sir. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to go, we're gonna go from there. You got, you know, I got some, um, what you call them things? Some, oh, platform shoes? Yeah, I got some. Somewhere. They have like goldfish swimming in them or something, you know, you ever see those ones? Yeah, I got some with the fish in the heel. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what's going to happen because Huggy Bear is going to be in trouble messing with me uh, at the uh, Soul Train situation. I'm going to be fabulously crazy looking. Yes. So yes. that's all I can You're say. You're going to be decked you know? out. So well, tell me about Climax because that's a pretty good get that you've got Climax as the headline entertainer for the Soul Train Party Express. 
You know, we wanted to have a good time and have a good party. Yeah. And, and to be honest with you, and I won't, I won't call out his name because I don't want it to sound crazy. We had somebody else that was coming in, a rapper. And we said, oh, man, we let this rapper come in. They're going to come. They're going to come. The but crowd, yeah. we decided, uh, since this was the first one, mm-hmm. uh, and some of us had other ideas on some things, We'd bring climax in. We thought that would be a lot nice. easier. You I know? think that's a good. I and, think it's a good. And call. then we do it because we didn't do it live on Soul Train, but this show will be live. Sometimes right. Don Kinnis did it live. Oh he sure, did, he did it live with three or four. people. Well, I, one of my favorite venues in town is the press room where you're going to be. Um, I mean, it's just um, it's a nice space. I mean, it literally used to be they, they named it because there was a printing press in there at one time when this mm. when they were moving out and converting it into an event space. Like, what are we mm. going to do with this printing press? I don't know. And they took it out, and then that when they needed a room uh, name for the room, that's what they called it. <laughs> but the building has had multiple names over the years, and um, I mean, it's a Amazing. I have a, a friend from church who had an elderly family member who passed away. They actually had her memorial service there because she used to work in that building uh, once upon a time. And it was had such meaning to the people who've been there. Um, and the Clenaris family has done a good job of honoring that and keeping the space just, you know. It's anyway, it's a great, great venue. Well, we're going to do something like this. This is yeah. the first time uh, we've done it down here. And I call, I just called Silk one day and I told him. Yeah. What I wanted to do, and I said, man, you know what? You're just the person he is. to host this thing. You are perfect. You ain't the Anconese. <laughs> I said, but you, you are just the right person <laughs> to host this thing, you know? He's don't Cornelius. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. so, so he was ready, right? Right, he said, hey, "Man, let's do it right yeah. now. We're no. gonna talk about it. Let's do it." Yeah, and and we came on through it because, like I said, uh, Don Cornelius helped a lot of black music, yeah, uh, get into the mainstream because there was no mainstream for us yeah. uh, on on radio on on television. It was on American Bandstand, right, right. But you had to have a million sellers to be on American Bandstand yeah. if you were black, mm-hmm. unless you was one of Dick Clark's boys, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you think about it, the whole uh, there's the whole they made a musical recently, in, you know, in the past what twenty, thirty years, called Hairspray, which was about integrating those TV dance shows in the nineteen fifties. I noticed the movie you're talking about. I, didn't, yeah. I never did see it. Yeah, it's a cute I, little I story about Baltimore in the 1950s, 60s. Oh, they bring, went all the way back to Baltimore. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's based oh, on a it's yeah. based on a John Waters story, and he grew up in Baltimore. Oh, so yeah. he told this story of this, you know, the dance, the typical dance show. You tell about Dick Clark, or he just oh, it's fictional. It's all fictional. But so, the guy, oh, the guy resembles dance. the host resembles Dick. Yeah. Clark, so they just know? dance around <laughs> the whole deal. Huh? Yeah, and then they finally in the in the musical they're able to because you know a long time ago Dick Clark came on every day at four o'clock yeah every day at four o'clock it sounds People so weird get out of school and they run their ass home mm-hmm. so they can see American Bandstand yep. and the Three Stooges <laughs> so, that's true though you know it's the truth every day and but I mean if you think about it from a radio perspective of course you do a show five days a week and if it's like the pre- all these talk shows that are on now you know this that and everything the view and the talk and the this and the that they're on five days a week and you just, that's normal to us mm-hmm. so having a music show was, that was just normal you know because it wasn't always uh, guests sometimes they would just play the records and uh, to have people dance, and that was it. Was a, they were just filming mm-hmm. the hour, you know, it was, mm-hmm. and it was a good programming. 
for kids, you know, it was targeted toward kids, I think. It, 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 it was. It was yeah. targeted toward kids. And then on Sundays, we'd watch Wonderama, which was like another kid's show that was not, you know, <laughs> they didn't have music I, on I think I'll watch something different. Family. Yeah, probably. Some. <laughs> family, some. But I was into, always into music and the way, you know, it went down. And we couldn't wait the first time we saw Soul Train when everybody could see it in color. Oh, when yeah. Ebony and Johnson Magazine and oh, Hairspray wow. uh, gave him the money and they backed him, then we saw what Soul Train was all about. And that worked. Nice. That, that, yeah, that worked nicely because we were in trouble. A lot of us just couldn't get no records played. because. But when the impressions get to go on Soul Train, all of a sudden there's an audience who want to buy well, the records. Well, by, by, yeah. by, by, by the time that happened, the impression was stars already. So they didn't. Mm. They didn't have that particular okay. problem. You had the people trying to make it. You yeah, know, yeah, new artists. Get, yeah, new artists had big problems, like Chubby Checkin. He loved Chubby Checkin. Dick Clark loved Chubby Checkin, and Chubby Checkin did a record called The Twist, mm-hmm. which he still making money off today. Yeah, and and he, let's twist again, and, and, and every other kind and, of twist. Let's twist again. Yeah. Um, like we did last summer. Yeah, and there's know. another one called, oh, did I mention the twist? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's the deal. The funny thing about this, the guy that made the twist was not Chubby Chicken. The what? guy that made the twist was a guy by the name of Hank Ballard and the Midnighters. Hank Ballard and the Midnighters, these guys were. Was he country or? He wasn't country because oh. Hank Ballard in the Midnight is the guy that Jay, James Brown looked up to. Oh. And he didn't look up to nobody because he was too crazy I'm to look have up to, to anybody. Google Hank but, Ballard. I don't know him. Oh, no. Hank Ballard was a rock and roll man. He was over all of them. All of them. And he come out with the twist. Oh, here he is. It, it kind of looks... come out with the twist. You see that? He's got a guy that looks like a cross between Little Richard and... And, 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 and when, when his man crank up, oh, it's a party. Is it party? Oh, wow. I the Midnighters. Okay, see, I have to Google it. I'm going to have to uh, like go on Spotify. I he had what? Finger Popping Time? Oh, see? He had Remember Finger Popping Time? No, this is before my time. I'm, he had, I'm gonna he had have all to... the stuff, and they all loved it. But he had to have first. Here it is know, on YouTube. Hank Ballard, The Twist, just like you said, and the original twist. just like Chubby Chicken. But the difference of it is, Hank didn't dance. <laughs> and and, and, and Chubby? Chubby Check was a fat boy doing a dance that everybody can do. Now everybody <laughs> looked up that we can all do this. All we got to do is do this. <laughs> and then everybody was doing it all the way. Now, Genius. Now, it's, it's, now, now Hank was too pretty. He had time to do that. You was too pretty. He's, he's doing his hair. You I'm know, saying he's got to show his cars right. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Hank, he's a very, but when very you hear Hank Ballard saying this. He sang. He sound just like Chubby Checker. Chubby Checker. Unbelievable. And and, and and Dick Clark bought into it, and he made and, and Chubby Checker made his second. Well, knows I. You'd be surprised. All right. Well, let me take a pause. We're going to get to the Soul Train Scramble Board with Nate Evans yeah! of the Temptation Review. So I'm going to take a, a quick pause for a word from our sponsor, BoneZones.com. Don't forget the S, uh, because. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Bones. Phone zones. 
Zones with an S. Bone Zones. We had a great event. Uh, Dr. Bill Bass, the amazing forensic anthropologist, turned 94 years old. And we had the birthday party for him at Cherokee Caverns. So I want to show you, if you missed out on it, you missed out on this goodie bag. Um, and the reason I'm bringing it up is our next event at Cherokee Caverns is going to be right before Halloween, a week before Halloween, on Monday, October 24th. And uh, so we had a, we, I did a This Is Your Life presentation where um, I was the host of it. And we had Dr. Bass sitting there. And we showed pictures. Just like on This Is Your Life, you know, of his, uh, his wife and his kids and growing up and all these little childhood pictures. And then his career, we went through his career of how he, you know, needed land to put dead bodies on. And uh, then I thought it was funny. I actually took some pictures of dead bodies and I stuck them into the show as a surprise to the audience. Because that's what they really want to see. I mean, that's why they're coming. So we gave out um, in this good, we gave out these uh, little dish towels, and I don't know if you can see this. It's too hard to see, but every bone in the body there is labeled. So where it says the arm, it says you know humerus, radius, ulna, femur, um, you know tibia, fibula, all the things. Well, we don't want to miss seeing this. Yeah, this is good stuff. That's the, that's the dish towel we gave out. We had a um, they, this is really fun. People didn't understand why I was wearing an apron. I had to put on the Cooking with Dr. Bass apron because one of the best stories about Dr. Bass is that uh, he didn't have the proper equipment down at the University of Tennessee to boil the flesh off of the bones. So he took them home and he cooked them on the stove at his house and and they boiled over and he had to buy his wife a new stove. So we put we put two stoves on the apron because not only did that happen to him once, he did it again and he ruined two stoves boiling over. One one time it was a head, and he doesn't remember what was in the pot the other time. And then we also put a we also put a blender on there because somebody gave him a finger. Somebody gave him a finger, and he had to uh, do something to it that he had to put the grind it up in the blender. And make a, a mush. To, I don't know why, why but he had, whatever with the for the scientific experiment, he had to grind up the finger, and uh, he does it in his blender at home. And he's about to put it in the dishwasher, and his wife says, "What are you doing?" And he says, "I'm gonna. I'm finished with the blender. I'm gonna put it in the dishwasher." She says, "Go." She says, "Go right ahead." But then you're gonna buy me a new dishwasher and a new blender. So he ended up throwing out the blender and got to get her one of those. Um, but it was a fun time, as you can imagine. Uh, <laughs> So you see on the bag, on the back of the bag here, it says, you know, Cherokee Caverns, and there's a picture of me and a picture of Sam Venable, because he, he was on the bill also, and uh, he, we gave our copies of his book, How to Talk and Write Good, because uh, he's, <laughs> this is a guide to the language of Southern Appalachia. So the point is, when you come, also we give, oh, we give out these little uh, Frankenfriend show cups also. So maybe you got one of those. I hope maybe you've been watching the show since I met you there at the cave and uh, you've been sipping from your cup mm-hmm. and um, participating. Now, you, of course, can get anything you want from Bone Zones autographed by Dr. Bill Bass. He's got, you know, the souvenir skulls. He's got the T-shirts. He's got uh, the hats. And, of course, all of the great books that he's written, whether it's um, the human osteology textbook, which is literally a textbook, or uh, the original Death's Acre about the origins of the body farm, Beyond the Body Farm, or the Jefferson Bass fiction series, you call up uh, Susan at Bone Zones or email her through bonezones.com and uh, place your order and get your personalized autographed stuff from uh, the great Dr. Bill Bass. And that's, uh, appreciate the, uh, the help, the, the support for the Frank and Friends show from bonezones.com. Don't forget the S. Now, when I said, uh, Nate, by the way, in the middle of the show, I got to do an ad for dead bodies, you're like, yeah, right. <laughs> 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 Nobody believes.
believe me. Nobody believe me. He needs Jesus. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting here as I went on. And I kept looking. It's not a joke. No, I mean I have I have all this. I didn't even bring out the rest of the stuff. Yeah, I got a whole I got a whole bucket down here of other. Uh, <laughs> see, I got the I got the I got the Dr. Bill Bass groupie hat. You see, it's got the skeleton on there. See, yeah. I got the books. Here's here's Death's Acre. Yeah. It's all real. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> yeah, no, he's a, he's a brilliant scientist. So uh, now we, I promised we would get to the, uh, the Soul Train Scramble Board, which um, is behind you. Now, there's a, uh, tell me, explain to me how this works. So we've got a bunch of letters, magnetic letters, on the Soul Train Scramble. It says, uh, love, peace, and soul across the bottom, and it looks like the real deal. So what, um, how is this going to work when, on October 9th, Soul Train Party Express, the press room in Knoxville? That's Sunday night. You're going to have Climax, you're going to have Silk Cozart, and the, I assume you're bringing the, you didn't just make up the scramble board for me, you must have made it for uh, the event. Well, uh, uh, our coordinator, Shane yeah. Stone, th- thought it would be a great idea to have um, the scramble board Okay, so do we so, want to have so, you... So this is the original cousin of the board that you see Don Kinnears have yeah, yeah. on his show. This is the cousin to that scramble board. That's nice. Board. Now, what is the significance of the letters? We have to unscramble them to make a, uh, a song, a person, a place, a thing? Well, the significance, you got to spell, the le- you got to spell somebody's name. Okay, all right. And this, as I... I all right, Jane's indicating to me that this would be the first guest... On Soul Train is who we have to figure out. All right, so that's our clue. First guest on Soul Train. All right, so let's see. Um, well, I'm looking for uh, letters that go together. TH goes together. Um, well, GH goes together. Let's see. How about... Uh, is there a K on there? I don't see a K on there. He's here early for the next episode. It's the famous Silk Cozart is in the house. So why don't you come over and help us unscramble the, the Soul Train board? Now, you're, you're barely in the shot. You kind of have to... I thought you'd never ask. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's see. Um, I think I might, I, I'm worried that I'm missing a letter because I don't see a K on there. Is there a K? No. I don't see a K. All right. Then we're, then we're missing a letter, but um, it's okay. Is there let's, a K around? Let's start with... Um, well, it's all, we're, we were thinking about doing something different because we always have a, a letter missing. Okay. New show. <laughs> that way, you know, oh, it's like, harder. It's like Wheel of Fortune. All right. Uh, or, <laughs> you well, first, guess that. You get $10 extra. Let me oh, see. I have right. nothing to say. <laughs> let's see. Start, let's, uh, let's start to unscramble the board. See if you can figure out who it is. You want me to do it? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Uh, let's see. We'll start with uh, oh, G. G-L. That's gold. You're spelling gold. No, you're spe- glad. Oh, you're happy. You're happy if you know it. So you got gl- G-L. I see G-L-A-D across the top. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Gladys, gl- gl- oh, Glad- Gladys Knight. Yeah, except we're missing the K. It's Gladys Knight minus the K. <laughs> this is uh, this is she's related. Well, no, this is... it's still Gladys Knight. <laughs> That's right. It's still Gladys Knight. 
This That's is. Why I said night. <laughs> <laughs> this night. is uh, night. Still glad it's night all day long. Okay, what am I right. gonna do? Well, <laughs> without the K, without the K, she's just Gladys of the evening. <laughs> <laughs> So, so uh, before the get yourself a K. <laughs> before the show. What happened to the K? It's probably in the car. It's probably in the car. I was I was only responsible for these letters. You know, you've got to be kidding me. You, I thought you were in charge of the K, man. I, mean, I was in charge of the T. I brought the T. Right. Speaking of tea, uh, we got to try some of Silk's whiskey. All right, <laughs> sip that tea. Um, so, Soul Train Party Express. This it says part one. So obviously, it means uh, this is going to go well, and you're going to have more of these down the road. I'm excited that's the, about that's it. That's the plan. Yeah. Um, so very good stuff. Um, Joyce Irby and uh, her femme mafia from the original Climax. So she, Joyce is one of the, the original right. uh, Climax members, mm-hmm. and uh, she was like, she sang lead on the hits. Mm-hmm. You know, I looked, I googled her, and I saw, wow, she's you know of all the Climax members, the one you want to see. Um, the hippest trip in town. Now, there is an event that uh, Silk has been promoting on Facebook and elsewhere, but really you get the tickets through Eventbrite. And I use the Eventbrite app for other things, so I get notified of, it's an easy way to do it, of local events. You can even search through Eventbrite and find this, but it's not hard to find at all. I mean, I literally Googled um, Soul Train Knoxville, and I also and it came up with multiple links to it. And if you look on Eventbrite, it says uh, Soul Train Party Express. Um, Looks like uh, 7 p.m. to 10.30 p.m., the press room. You can buy your tickets right on there and have a great night. This is a, a great night, date night, you know. You definitely want to bring, uh, bring a loved one to dance to Climax. And, uh, and w- before they come on, they're going to have, what else? Just Silk's going to be doing his magic. I guess I'll ask him when he you gets know, here. You know some magic. Well, I mean, you know. I know magic. He's a, He's a good ball player. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good ball player. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, Nate, I'm proud of you. I'm delighted that you're a friend and delighted that you're here on the Frank and Friends show. Thank you, man. And we had a lot of laughs. So. I appreciate you allowing us to come. And, yeah. And Tell me a little more time. about the Temptations Review before you go, because I love the way you do that. I love the way the we music just, of the temps. We, we just, as they say, we just keep on singing. We will be with the uh, Manhattans. Oh, in wow. a few weeks. Uh, and you're available for bookings all yeah. year. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, keep, we keep going. We're trying to put something together now, but uh, mm-hmm. you'll hear about it as we go. Oh, We're yeah. We're trying to make sure that it happens, you know. That's great. And uh, we have some great talent that's ready to just explode. Yeah. And we think that's going to happen. Well, good. I'm, I'm, we're all we're all fans. You know, you make us all feel. It's music that makes us feel good, is what yeah, it is. You know, and that's yeah. and that's why I especially liked the connection with Alzheimer's because that is when you guys performed with uh, Alzheimer's Tennessee. That's something that it, Alzheimer's patients. It just it eases their mind. It literally eases their mind. They, they hear they hear music and they it something happens. It's it's a magical thing that music can do. You know. And uh, and and just the way you guys are able to to make it sound like it's you know nineteen sixty well, we, again. We want, yeah, that's what we want to do. We want to go back to the days when your hand wasn't hurting and your hair wasn't gray. Until <laughs> 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 you know you didn't have no children. <laughs> <laughs> just start with the wife. 
<laughs> but usually ain't the wife's fault. You have a bunch of problems, but she ain't part of the problem at all. <laughs> Well, yeah, if mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy, is what we yeah. used to say, right? All right? Well, I appreciate you, Nate. I'll, uh, I'll wrap up by reminding you that you can go to uh, uh, frankandfriendsshow.com slash store, and this is the time where we'll unfurl the towel. We uh, unfurl the towel at the end of the episode, because then the towel-folding fairies will be here uh, before our next show, and they'll refold them just so perfectly. Look at the quality of the merchandise. I mean, the, the ink yeah, goes all the way like down a, to the it bottom. Looks, it looks like a Mountain Dew can. Yeah, see, this is it does. Really, Look at that. This is the way you do this. Oh, you wrap it around like it's James Brown, like a Look cape? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. That's, right. that's what we do. If this were the end of the James Brown show, i go, all right, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I feel good. Uh, that's at frankandfriendsshow.com. <laughs> All right. Uh, we do appreciate your watching, liking, sharing, subscribing, especially on YouTube. Uh, help us get to a 1,000 subscribers by Christmas. That's the goal. Ring the bell for notifications so that you don't miss any of our episodes because our next special guest star will be the one and only Silk Cozart sitting in the hot seat. So you're not going to want to miss that. Thank you very much, Nate Evans. Yeah! God bless you. God bless you. Temptations Review, Soul Train Party Express, October 9th, Press Room. Get your tickets on Eventbrite before it is too late. All right. I'm Frank Murphy. Nate Evans. And we'll talk to you again next time.